everyone, and welcome into another edition of Coach Time on the Believe Network. I'm your host, John Lyons, and I am joined today by a very special guest, his second time on this program, but of course, we've worked together numerous times. He is Shukri Wrights. If you don't know who he is by now, you're doing something wrong. This guy covers the Bruins for the Hockey News. He's a Believe Network host. He's pretty much everywhere on social media as well. So like I said, if you don't know who this guy is yet, you're doing something wrong. Shukri, it's a pleasure as always. Welcome into the show again. Well, thank you for having me on, John. Um, like I'm, I'm delighted to be here with you this morning on doing this recording, and I'm, I'm excited for this episode, um, especially during uh, what has been a very unique time in my life, and I, it's, I, it's really, uh, it's just one of, like actually one of two final episodes i'm going to be recording with um with, with people here in boston before i leave so the, so like i appreciate you having me on yeah final two i feel like i made the championship round of some no, sort you did. Right? No, no, seriously, <laughs> you, you seriously you did so Shukri, <laughs> yeah. i did want to kind of jump right into there because you made a surprising announcement at least to me and i've known you a little bit over the past mm-hmm. few years but i was yeah. surprised when i read that you, someone who you've lived in Boston since 2017, of course, we've all seen your social media videos and you've grown from there into working in the sports media landscape in Boston yeah. as well as nationally. And you came out and announced that you were going to be leaving Boston, moving to New York City. Could you just kind of, especially for our listeners that maybe don't know you as well, could you walk us through you know, that decision a little bit? Wow. Um that decision was not a decision that came like like that came lightly it was a decision that um that i had to do some very um like some very serious uh, digging on, on my end in which that um like july 4th if you told me that i was going to be moving back to new york um in less than two months i would have told you you're, you're, you're kidding but but the truth is um july was a very eventful month for me personally it was a very um it was a turbulent month in which that you know like a lot of things were happening in my personal life um anxiety came back and met me again um as an old friend in which it was an unwelcome old friend and um and like from there it really it really led me and forced me to really make some make some like serious uh decisions and make some major um assessments in which that i had to ask myself what is not working and what would i have to do in order to get to that next level um and whether if in a question became again like whether if boston is going to be that place and you you've seen the trajectory of my career like from you know just starting out doing pump videos for Bruins playoffs in 2021, just coming out of the, um, the lockdown, um, to, to not shortly after, um, being blessed, you know, to co-host the diehards and sports map radio network can be heard weeknights from 8 PM to 10 PM on sports map radio. Um, and, and as well as, you know, in other like media opportunities I've been blessed with, including the hockey news, but, there was there was something in which that i i asked and i asked myself um, honestly one one morning and i said you know there's another level i'm not getting the opportunities that i desired for here 
is it possible that I could have outgrown Boston? And I thought, and I think the answer is yes, because by this point, and it's come, and I'm not saying this to pump my own tires, but it's undisputed, is that the contents that I'm putting out are getting tens, if not in some cases, hundreds of thousands of views. When you have people such as Rick Razik of 98.5 The Sports Hub, Tony Maserati, Jim Lauf, Arkan, a, a whole bevy of Boston sports media personalities, you know, either interacting with you or or, or befriending you on social media, um, or even like in, in, in some cases emailing you saying like, hey, like, you know, like let's set up a meeting let's, and let's talk and whatnot. You know, you're gaining major traction in this market. And when it, when it was happening, it was like, oh my God, they're watching. Like media outlets are now watching me and, and it's like in, in the content and the work that I'm putting in. So when I got the job with the Hockey News, it was like, this is unbelievable. You know, like this is, it was out of nowhere. It wasn't a job posting on, on Indeed. It was like, man, I, I get to cover the Boston Bruins. This is going to be amazing. But when I had my, my, my anxiety attack last month and, and as well as uh, some other things that happened, it really made me take a step back and say, look, I feel like in more ways than one, I've made my mark in this city. But if there is a bigger mark to be made nationally or even globally, but especially nationally, it's New York. Like, the thing that I keep coming back to was I love this city with my heart. And I love the relationship that I've built with people here. But it wasn't about them. It's about can I get to that next level? Can I push myself to 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 to, make, to, group, to to new heights and i and i just realized i don't think it's here i truly don't think it was here in boston i looked at new york as that's the ultimate challenge that's the ultimate place to be especially if you're working in sports media as we're both fortunate to, to do so that if you're going to do it, you, you, you want to do it in the biggest market in the world. There's no bigger market than New York. And me being from there, I, the more I thought about it, I said, you know, as painful as it may be, this is necessary. And then the other part of it is I look at the other aspect of my life where I said, look, I, I'm now 31. I'm going on 32 years old. I want to be able to, um, to like, get married, have kids. And, and the thing that, the thing that I, that I thought about, I was like, you know, I don't think, I don't think here would be what I thought it would be the place, but between career and life in itself, the more and more I thought about it, and as I said, here talking about it this morning, it's like, you know what, New, New York, I think would be the place for me to really to explode even more when I, th and I think about this and I, and I don't take this lightly, but when people come up to you and say, you know, I really appreciate it. I'm, a, I'm such a huge fan of your work. It's, it's humbling as hell. It really is. It's humbling. And, um, and I appreciate so many people 
I mean, countless who have come up to me in the streets and I'm minding my whole business. They're like, oh my God, are you, are you so, so I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yo, I'm, I'm such a huge fan of your work, man. Like, yo, keep it going. I like, keep up the great work. You know, the love has just been, like, it's just been incredible. And I, I will say that um, one of the things I am going to miss more than anything is just the overall, um, the, the relationships, the relationship that I've, that I've made here. And as well as the interaction with fans, uh, whether if I'm at, the garden with, with, with the Bruins and whatnot, or um, at Fenway or at Gillette Stadium, blah blah blah. Like it's it's I'm gonna miss that, but I think more than anything else, um, that it's it's time it's time to to really unlock that next that next level that I know that I can get to. I've already felt like I've gotten to I've unlocked one here in Boston, but there's another level in New York that I that, that I want to get to, and I think that is the perfect place for me to do it. Yeah, and I think, and first of all, Shukri, I appreciate you sharing all that with us. Yeah, and I yeah. think you brought up some interesting points because, look, you're from New York City, so obviously, in a way, you're you're going home with this yeah. move, which is yeah. a great thing for you. But you mentioned the point of getting to the next level, and I think that's an interesting thing because for me, right? So I'm from the Boston area, lived here yeah. my whole life. I think Boston is the best sports city in the world. The issue is because it's the best sports city in the world, but it's not the biggest market, it's so competitive. And I think, like, to me, you look at Boston, and, like, I work for WEEI. There's also 98.5. Like, it's big enough to me for multiple sports radio stations, multiple TV channels. But like you said, because New York, and even you can add in L.A., you can add in, like, there are bigger places, Chicago, too. You almost might have a... I don't want to say an easier path, but at least a more straightforward path to getting to that next level in a city like New York, just because, again, Boston is so competitive because it's such a great sports city, but it's not yeah. quite as big as those others. It, it can sometimes you know, be tough to reach that next level when you're in Boston. And, and there's other cities like Boston that it's tough to reach that next level. So I, I understand where you're coming from in that. And, and obviously, hopefully it works out very well for you. And, and like I said, to start the show, you know, if you don't know who Shukri Wrights is by this point, you're the one doing something wrong. So you're making this move to New York City and you, you mentioned the next level. And, and yeah. I find that interesting. Now, you already in your time in Boston, Hockey News, the Believe Network, you've done work with Sports Map Radio. You've been a guest on a variety of platforms. So as you yeah. transition to New York, and I think our listeners would be really interested to know this. Are you going to stay with these companies and continue your, your work for the Hockey News, your work for Believe Network? Are you going to chase new opportunities? So prof like personally, we know where you're at going to New York. Now, professionally, what is your kind of targets going to be as, as you move to New York? That's a great question um, because, you know, I, I've gotten – quite a few questions from that from different people for over the last several days. And I will say that um, with me leaving Boston, I'm not going to be covering the Bruins anymore for hockey news. Okay. Um, that I, that will not be the case. And Sad the news for Bruins fans, by the it, way. It, it, Sorry to no, cut you off. No, no, it, no, it is. And the reason is because I'm not, I'm not hearing the market anymore. It just wouldn't sit right to, from a personal standpoint, I'm in New York and I'm covering the Bruins. Like it, like it's not the same as being here and being able to go to the games and covering the team and being able to go to like the practice over at Warrior Ice Arena. Um, it's not it's not going to be the same. And then professionally, 
part of what makes the hockey news so unique and special is is the fact that they have site editors in all 32 NHL markets that are in the market. They're able to cover those teams. So I do think that for me, it's it's 100% the right decision. And then on top of that, I'm not leaving the hockey news. I'm not. I don't have a desire to, but I realize at the same time, the future is not in my hands. It's just not. Um, like, is there a chance that I could maybe, just maybe, um, like, cover the Rangers or the Devils or maybe the Islanders? Maybe. But it's not. A, but it's, there is no definitive or a, a, a guaranteed answer in that, and, and I'm honestly okay with that. So, if it meant that that um that that I would have to leave the hockey news, I mean I would be sad, but but I would be at peace with it. But to further answer your question on the second part, um, yeah, like one of the things that I've learned here, like being here in. Uh, Boston is that in more ways than one, the blueprint has already been laid out to, to some to some extent um, in terms of the content creating. I, I will tell you that content creating has opened up so many doors, so many doors. I mean, I would dare anyone to tell me otherwise that it's overrated, it's not important, when it's landed me national TV in a, a national TV interview, national radio interviews, interviews, with both sports my radio and CBS Sports Radio, yeah, and um, among other wonderful opportunities, and I will tell and I will tell you that the content creating is is, is not going to stop. Um, it's going to continue. Will it be different teams? Absolutely, because because one thing that I, that I will say is that when you're in a different market, you it, it's going to be odd. To be in a different market and you're still doing cover like doing content on other teams. It, when I do it, it just be just for my sake because I know sure. the, the the fan base that I have on, on social media. But by large part, it, it wouldn't be on, on like Boston teams. It would be the local teams. Um, in terms of talking about what I think of them, like whatever it's the Giants or the Jets or the Yankees or the Mets or the Rangers and the Islanders or the Devils, etc. Um, just be, just talking about like the local scene, or or, or let's say if it's Philly, um, Eagles, Flyers, Sixers, whatever. The point is, is that when you move to a different city, you you have to adapt. You have to make changes. I'm not talking about changing fanhood. I'm talking about change in terms of who you cover or what you make your content about, and being able to attract the right eyes. Because part of part of what I've been able to accomplish here is attracting the right eyes it's just that that, that the, the doors just just didn't open for me just yet but attracting the right eyes is what it's is really what it's all about when you have people in other in other places that are reaching out and saying hey you know what let's keep in contact let's wait and see what opens up and whatnot you're doing something right and i will tell people that the sports media industry is so competitive. It really is. Like you have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to put in the, on the work as much as you possibly can, and and just keep at it. You're gonna get told no. You're gonna get you're gonna be rejected more times than you'll be told yes. That's part of the nature of the game. And and John, you said something like prior to to, to landing the question that I thought it was re it was really great. 
in terms of Boston is the sport, the great, the best sports city in America. It is. I'm not. There's no question about that. But what makes New York so unique and and a challenge in its own right is because when you when you're in New York City, your goal and your aim is to have as many eyeballs as possible. And just like Boston, there's two sports radio stations in New York. But the platform is massive because in New York City, you, we're, we're, you're teetering on 9 million people. In the New York metropolitan area, you're, you're, you're talking about 20 million. So yeah. you're, think, you're talking about there's a bigger audience out there that doesn't know who you fully are. Yeah, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they don't because you don't know who's watching on social media. But there's a bigger audience out there. And there's and there's more media outlets on uh, in New York in terms of between TV, radio, and, e- and even nationally. Because you don't forget you have you have NBC News, you have NBC Sports as, as based um, as I know the their headquarters are like mostly in Stanford, Connecticut, and so is the Yes Network and so forth. The opportunities are are, are endless. It's just a matter of putting in the work, make connecting with the right people. And and just take advantage of whatever opportunities that may be out there and see what happens. It's you just never know. You truly never know what your work will will help you get to the to, to that right door that's that's meant to open up for you. You just never know. Yeah, and I think it, it's a great point because I think anyone that wants to work in sports media, it's different than your typical industry, right? Like really you, th- mm-hmm. there's so many times where you either get told no. Or you get an opportunity for something and you're like, I, how is this going to help me get to my goal? And then, oh, yeah. you know, maybe three opportunities later, you look back and you say, oh, I'm glad I did this thing. And, and that helped me, you know, get to door number mm-hmm. two and three and four. And then eventually door five is what you want. But, yeah. you know, it, it, that's it's the nature of the it's not like, you know, you work in, say, marketing and you get a college degree and you come out with a marketing job and you're good oh, to yeah. go from there. Yeah. It's just something totally different. And I, I think like to your path and your point, you know, I think anyone that's successful in this industry, but really, I mean, in any industry at some point they take a risk and sometimes more than one. And you took one. I'm so so glad. I'm so glad you said that. No, go ahead. Well, well, you took well, and and let's look at, let's just look at you. I mean, you took one coming to Boston, right? That was a risk. And I'm sure there were times (laughs) where, you know, it felt like there was a wall in front of you and there were other times where it felt great. And, Mm-hmm. You, but that risk coming to Boston, I think you can look back on it, you know, six years later and say, I'm glad I took that risk. Now it wasn't always easy. And oh, now no. mm-hmm. going back to New York, it's another risk, but because you have that experience from going to Boston and the fact that it's your hometown, it's a risk with maybe odds a little bit more in your favor than the typical risk, if you will. But I think the point is, you know, you know, for anyone out there listening that wants to know, oh, how do you succeed in sports media? You know, you have to be willing to hear the word no. You have to mm-hmm. be willing at times to take a long journey because it, very rarely are it you a, a success journey. overnight. And also mm-hmm. that word risk. And I think you you are a great example because, like I said, coming to Boston was a risk. Being here for six years was a risk. Yep. Going back to New York is another one. But you've already seen one risk pay off to get you to this point. So yes. I, I think for you, being willing to take that risk is something that – I think a lot of people in this industry or, or trying to get in this industry, it's something they can learn from. And that, that's such a great point because 
my whole journey in Boston really has been risky and it's been a risk. And <laughs> oh man, you talk about taking me down um memory boulevard. Now I want to share with you a story. And again, I, I I don't I don't think I've really done this anywhere else, but but again, because of the relationship that I have with you, um like I'm opening the curtain back even more. Now let's rewind the, the, the time seven years ago. Seven years ago this month, August 2016, I was in the midst of a, of a I was I was really angry. I was angry that summer of 2016 because I wanted to move to Boston, but it just didn't happen just yet at that time. And I remember distinctly at that point when I got to August of 2016 that I had to leave New York. I had to leave New York, and at that point, there was major question marks, major. And, in, and these were the question marks that I, that I was faced with at that time. The first one was, what are you going to do now? You're 24 years old. Not saying that the time was ticking at 24, but you. this was like the first hard decision that I had to make in my young adult life at that time. What am I going to do? How am I going to get there? And am I willing to do what it takes to get to that point? And, and I made the decision to go back to Philadelphia where I went to, to be with my mom. And she knew that of my desire to move to Boston. This was not forced on me at all by anybody. My parents knew. The people that were closest to me knew. In fact, the people that were closest to me then, they didn't believe that it was going to happen. I'm like, bet. So what I did was that I went back to Philly. I said, okay, one afternoon, and I distinctly remember this afternoon so well. I went, after I was praying, I said, I'm going to go grab a notebook. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to write down what do I want for myself over the next six months. I went in that room in the house. I wrote it all down. I want to move to Boston. Okay, when do you want to move to Boston? Plan A was January of 2017. Plan B was February of 2017. Plan C was spring 2017. Plan D was summer 2017. Either way, it was going to happen one way or the other. I didn't care like how long it was going to take. It was going to happen. So when I made the move to Philadelphia, I didn't realize initially that I would end up having to commute to New York to my full to my full time job as a paraprofessional in the New York City Department of Education. It was like I got to get up at three three, three o'clock, three thirty in the morning. Sheesh. Okay. Uh, all right. So, up, up, I got up and I just, I just did it. And was it easy? Hell no. I was tired. Like I got back to Philly on on, on the average weeknight around maybe seven thirty, and I'm done. I'll get in the house, and my mom will will cook dinner for me, and. I mean, like, shout out to her. Like, she's really been the MVP throughout this entire journey. She really has in every shape and form. Um, she cooked dinner for me. And then she's like, you look so tired. Why don't you just go to sleep? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. Go to sleep early. I'll go to sleep on average. I maybe like, maybe like 8, 8.30. And then October of that year, 2016, I added a second job. Um, working weekends um, doing ballet at a hospital in Philadelphia. Now... Imagine this, Monday to Friday, I am commuting from, New, um, from Philadelphia to New York and back 
and then weekends, I'm working from nine in the morning to nine o'clock on that 12 hour shifts. So as one can easily imagine now, I have no social life. I did this for four months. And when I tell you, I hit that breaking point in November and I was like, why the hell am I doing this? My best friend, um, Alana, she like she 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 was like, shoot, remember, remember your why? Remember why you're doing this? And shortly after, I was like, yeah, I remember. And then back to the grind. And and I did, did that all the way up until I got the, the canvassing job with WGBH um, in December 2016. And that's what led me to making the move here. And then even then. When I when I landed here in Boston in February 2017, I just thought of sports media right away. It took me two years, two entire years before, more like two and a half, really, before I even got my first inkling of a taste, just a small tiny taste. And and when I tell you that networking and talking to people, not being afraid to reach out to people is so, so important. It is like, and you talk about risk. There's risk in everything in life, including the one, and I'm about to tell you, which that I was dating someone in April of 2019, and this one actually changed everything because without this particular experience, I don't think I'm working in the sports media industry at all. So, I was on my way back from New Hampshire on a on a tattooing trip. It was. My now ex-girlfriend, like we like she wanted to get a tattoo, and I and I was talking to her one Saturday afternoon as we're heading back into Boston for game two between the Leafs and Bruins. I remember talking to her, I was just pissed because I was like, I know I want I how what I want to do, but I didn't know how do I get to that point. And and one of the things that she said, but the thing that stood out to me was you need to reach out to people that that, that are doing what you want to do to figure out how do you get there. That advice, I kid you not, John Lyons, and whoever who is listening, changed my life. It changed my life because that night and the next day, I reached out to a number of people, and and like only one person got back to me, and that was Bob Sosie of the, of the Voice of the Patriots on 98.5 The Sports. Great guy, got, by the way. Genuine, an amazing guy. I don't want to spill too much detail only because he's just such a humble person. Sure, but he. And I and I told him this once before. He his advice actually changed my life. You people think of and know, and know of oh sports Rap radio WMFO blah blah blah. That doesn't happen without his advice, and he gave me in in the spring of 2019. And even then, when I started it, when I started my my my, uh, my radio show on July 6, 2019, there was risk. There was no guarantee that the show was going to have any sort of success. I had no ways of you know keeping track of. Of ratings, I mean, I mean, there, there was, there, there's none of that. But the point was, was to get on the air, get up, get, get the reps, practice, work on your craft, everything else, all of that in between. And I thought that, with by doing that all these years, that it was that it was going to ultimately o- open up other opportunities, interviews, and it did. And and as you said, it's it's about risk taking and moving back to New York. Um, moving back home, it's it's a risk, sure, but nothing nothing great in life happens without without taking risk. And I and one of my dearest friends, who's really more extended family at this point, he said to me when I first told him the news, 
you said something poignant and you said, you know, there comes a point in every adult's life that you're going to have to make those crushing decisions, even though it's even though it's comfortable to stay, but you have to make the decisions that's going to potentially change the trajectory of your life. And you you're making that decision for yourself. And as I said, like leaving Boston, like I'm going to miss it dearly. And I know I can always like come back and visit, but I'm not shutting the door on ever come back one day because you don't know what life will life will happen. I don't know. I truly don't know. But I will tell you that for this current stage of my life, that it's about taking risk and betting on yourself. And I think that in itself is something that you can relate to. Everyone that's worked in, in this industry can relate to is the, the chance that you have to be willing to take on yourself. And because there's a lot of them, a lot of them over the years I had to take. Yeah. And it's like the old saying goes, you know, if you don't believe in yourself, who else will? Right. You know, so it's, it's it, true. It, and it, it really is. And, and mm-hmm. I think, you know, and like I said, we've talked about, you know, I think this move for you, it, it's going to probably open more doors because bigger market, you know, more stuff going on in New York. And mm-hmm. as far as I know, the hockey news is going to be in flux, but you still have plenty of other national platforms. I mean, Believe Network yeah. is a huge platform. There's yes. major platforms in new york as well so there's you know you're going to take the experience you've gained here in six years and you're going to transfer that to an even bigger market which i think again you you mentioned at the very beginning right you want to get to that next level i mean that's it's a good you know step to do that and look we've sat here and we've talked for 30 minutes about your journey it's been fascinating i truly has been fascinating I do There's a wanna, lot more, by the way. <laughs> well, that's why what I said. I I, yeah. I want to move on to the state of Boston sports as you leave. But before I do that, is there anything else you wanted to add about this move? Or, you know, or, or did we cover it all for you? Um, I would say by and large part we like we, we covered it all. But I but I will also I will say this though. I do I do want to leave this heartfelt message. You can clip it. You can post it on on social media because. I was touched recently um, by someone who, and it's, and it's been a number of people who have who, who have said this to me, but but recently someone re, like reached out and was like, you know, like I feel like you're you're like the golden standard in terms of sports like sports content here in the city, and I was like, what? I I mean, I'm like, what the hell? Like in my mind, I'm like, that's amazing, but no. <laughs> I don't think of myself as the golden standard. Do I think I've I've made an impact? Sure, yes, but I was just and I'm still so humble by that that I, I want to say that to anyone and everyone that's here in Boston, to the content creators and whatnot, especially like those that are trying to get into sports or media industry, even to my haters, I hope that you actually take lessons from this. And apply it to yourselves. And I'm serious because you can sit here and admire from afar, but there are so many lessons you can point to in saying that without me creating those contents, I, I'm not blessed with the opportunities that I've been blessed with and the ones that I have now and the ones that are also coming as well um, down the pipeline that are willing. That, that I, can, I can honestly say. So... People that are here, if you're trying to make it in this market, 
you have to number one i would strongly suggest yes make videos and i said this numerous times on different platforms if you have a smartphone in 2023 you have no excuse you absolutely have no excuse i don't care if it's an iphone i don't care if it's an android you have no excuse record make videos it's not hard when people ask me like how did you get to where i am I'm like honestly just pick up your phone and record talk about what you're passionate about yeah. are you passionate about the pats are you passionate about the bruins you're passionate about the red sox are you passionate about um the celtics there's so many examples of people who have gotten opportunities in the industry because they, because of the content they create whether it's videos or blogs hell go look at the story of, of jared carabas he started sure. out great example he started out at like creating blogs. That's how he got started in this industry. And look where he is now. So in 2023, and this is back in like back in the 2000s where social media wasn't as evolved as it is now. But in 2023, you have no excuse. Pick up your phone, you can create a podcast very easy. You can do it on Anchor. They they do they, they um they spread out to different platforms and whatnot network create content go do it on TikTok, instagram um twitter and whatnot it can be done but you have to be willing to put in the work because the, the sooner you understand that you have to put off instant gratification the better off you'll be because the hardest thing that a lot of people struggle with is understanding that instant gratification isn't going to come. It may, it may never come, but it was never about instant gratification. It was about putting in the work. That's what it's all about. So put in the work constantly, follow your passion, and as well as understand that, that there's a bigger end game of, for you, but you have to be willing to persevere through it. Yeah, and I think you know that's a great point, Shukri, because even like just – my relationship with you. So I've worked yeah. with you on several shows and yes. had you as a guest on radio shows and vice versa. And so I've grown to know, Hey, this guy's talented. This guy knows what he's doing, but I found out about you by watching a Twitter video. Like if it wasn't for that content creation though, I might yeah. never have known who you were and never would have had you on a show. And really it started with this guy's walking down the street talking about the Bruins. All right. Yeah. And then you listen to it and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I see what he's saying. And then you see some more. And that, really, so I think to, to your point, just by you creating that content, that's how, you know, I found out about you and we work together. I mean, if you, and, and I'm one person, you talk about all the people that follow you on, on Twitter, Instagram, all that, yeah. you know, if yeah. you're not making these videos, a lot of these people don't know who you are. And, and that's not just you. That's anybody in this industry, you know, yes. if, if you're not creating content, especially if you're not hooked on to like a major network, like if you work yeah. for ESPN or you work for, you know, one of these major networks, then, okay, you don't need to be on your phone creating content all the time because you have that name. But if you don't, that's the easiest and best way yes. to, for people to find out about who you are. And Shukri, I really want to get your thoughts on last question before we wrap this up. As you transition out of Boston, and we know you're going to have Boston in, in your eyes, you know, even when you're gone, but Absolutely. what do you think of the state of Boston sports as you leave? Because in your time here, we've seen multiple championships. We've yes. seen multiple trips to, you know, final fours, if you will, across all yes. the sports. And we know how good they've been the last 20 years, but it feels like Boston sports right now, not that it's not great. It's a little bit of a time of changeover or transition. What do you feel is the state of Boston sports right now as you make your transition to New York? 
I think the, the state of Boston sports is in a state of transition. Um, I kind of want to say in a state of flux. Okay. Um, because I look at the Bruins situation being the most intriguing because you, in one summer you lose two, two centermen, but you lose the heart and soul of your franchise and Patrice Bergeron to retirement. And as well as David Krejci, who I've said many times that he's probably the most underrated Bruin of this of, of this era of Bruins hockey. Couldn't agree more. And now, you, as we are now, let's say roughly about a month away from training camp beginning for the Boston Bruins, which begins in earnest on September twentieth, you're looking at this team like, what do you what what are you going to make of this team in 2023-2024 as they enter the centennial season? That's that's number one. Number two, I cannot emphasize enough that this is truly the most important year for Bill Belichick and Mac Jones in, in, in this era of Patriots football, undoubtedly in my mind, because there's so many unknowns. And, and yes, Bill O'Brien is back because he's back as offensive coordinator of the, of the Patriots. You're hearing clips of what uh, Mac Jones is saying to the media in terms of, oh, we actually know what we're doing this year. Like, we actually have a clue on offense. Now, I do think that if you are the Patriots, that this is something in which that I do believe that you have, you have, to, you have to find ways to ensure that Mac Jones succeed. Because if, if not, I think they're going to be looking for a new quarterback in, in, in very short order. We're about to find out if, if he truly is the guy that you can win with or not this season and then the Celtics is in the last two or three years has been championship of West. It has. I mean, Tatum and Brown, they're going to be here for the long, long haul. Brown got the, the richest deal in NBA history. Um, and I do think that the question that I'm going to now have is the supporting cast because I am concerned. I am concerned about how they cope without Grant Williams, who's moved on to the Dallas Mavericks. I do wonder about Kristaps Porzingis, who already has an injury, the, the, the torn plantar fasciitis, plantar fasciitis. Yep. Um, I'm concerned. So some of the depth that was there previously, it's not. I don't think it's there this year. So I do have question marks about the Celtics, but I still think they are prohibited favorites to come out of the East. Um, and then lastly, the Red Sox. The Red Sox, this is – this has got me curious because I thought the Red Sox were, were, were done. But, man, they're now in the midst of a, of a major series against the Astros. And I think that, that Alex Cora was absolutely right when he said that for the Boston Red Sox, that were three and a half games out of that final wild card spot in the American League, it's right there for the taking. This, this is it. We've had so many question marks about uh, surrounding Heim Bloom, whether he, if he's the guy or not. I at one point a call for him, for, for him to be fired, but we're about to find out in a very short order if Han Bloom actually keeps his job or not, and if the Red Sox could actually make a run as we are now about to enter the month of September. So I think it's a, it's in a state of transition and somewhat, somewhat of a flux, but Boston sports in itself is entering a very fascinating fall and winter where you just don't know what's going to what's gonna happen between the four teams.
Yeah, I think that's a great point. I mean, you have a championship level team in the Celtics. You have a team that could go either way in, in the Patriots. I think some people are big believers. Some people, especially after last year, are big doubters. The Bruins yeah. are a team that, you know, they've been in the playoffs feels like every year the past 15 years and they've been in the Stanley Cup three times, but they're rebuilding from the inside out. They have some great pieces, but they're rebuilding from the inside out, especially at center. And then, of course, the Red Sox, it's tough to know where they I mean, they're in the ALCS two years ago, but then they bookended that by finishing in last place the other two years around it. So it's tough to know what their future really holds, but they have some exciting prospects. So it gives you hope. So it's a great perspective from you, Shukri. And, and the entire show in perspective, I thought was terrific today, Shukri. We've done a lot of shows together, sure. and I, I would put this right up here there as one of my favorites. And I appreciate you taking the time. And of course, we'll do more shows together once you're in New York. But I want to personally wish you the best of luck with this move. And, you know, I, I'm not going to be surprised someday when you do reach that next level that you're targeting, because I think, you know, I, I really believe that you will. And uh, like I said, it's been a pleasure working here in Boston with you. And the nice thing is, I know it'll continue once you get to New York, even if we have to do a podcast about, you know, how bad the Yankees are in a few months, of course. <laughs> no, like, seriously, thank you. Um, that, that means the world to me. Like, I really have not only just enjoyed working with you, but also um, getting to know you as well, my friend, and as well as just um, just, just, the, just the, like, the, the memories and the shows that we've done together. I think this, this show... I really do hope it captures a lot of people's attentions and, and ears because of just the details I've been able to, to like to share and really get and get into it. And I just think I just think that um, that there's there's a lot more to this um, story than than what people realize, and people can actually learn from it. And especially people that are in this in in this market that want to get to um, to make it in this market, it's possible. You gotta be able to like persevere through the challenges, and I, and I know that you that they can and. And and uh, and lastly, um, thank you, and thank you to everyone here in Boston from the bottom of my heart. Um, the people who I've interacted with, people who I've had the chance to meet and work with in, in, in sports media and whatnot, um, like those who have taken the time out just to you know lend lend me some advice and whatnot. I I appreciate it more than you know. I'm just I'm I'm just a man from New York, born and raised, and. Um, while I'm excited to be moving back home, I'm I'm also um, sad to be leaving um, a city that has, you know, that's had you know my my heart and soul and still does. And I mean, it's still part a big part of my heart will always be here um, in Boston. And I just want to say uh, thank you for uh, inviting me to come on your on, on the podcast uh, today to you know to talk about everything in, in full length. And I really appreciate this, man. I look forward to working with you uh, once I'm settled uh, back home, and as well as um as well as hell like seeing like what what comes from like from everything that's about to unfold for this upcoming fall i can't wait all right he is shukri writes a man who left his mark on boston and i have no doubt will leave his mark on new york city in the near future it's always a pleasure having him on you can find coach time every week on the believe network again big thank you to shukri writes and we'll be back with another episode next week (laughs) 